You with SAFM, let's talk about sports clubs. Uh, we, we talk about sport a lot, but you need a club to be able to get started. You need somewhere to to be based, to be able to work your way up through the ranks. Uh, we were listening to uh, to young uh, Mpo Mashor uh, earlier as a as a as a uh, ref, as an umpire. Started playing, started playing football, uh, netball for a club, and then I wonder Malinga earlier, t- professional squash player, played for schools. And she's going to play for a club. She plays for Northerns. Let's talk about one of those clubs, and it's the Wanderers Club. And the Wanderers Club has been around, according to their website, since 1888. And we now talk to their current sports manager, Debbie Friend. Debbie, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. What's it like being sports manager of a club that's been around for 100 million years? <laughs> I, think, um, I think as a sports person myself, it's probably the ideal career path that I could ever have chosen for myself. It's the most amazing environment. Um, I, I get to play sports. I mm. interact with sports people all day. We have 14 different sporting codes. I get exposed to sports of, of various natures, just not ones that I specifically pay or have interest mm. in. But it's, it's an amazing, amazing place to be. Uh, the heritage and uh, the the first thing I think of when I think of the Wanderers is is the stadium. It's the cricket team. It's it's the old you know you, you go to the Wanderers to watch a cricket match. Uh, there's so much more to that, isn't there? Absolutely. Um, so obviously the the Wanderers Stadium is quite an iconic venue. Mm. Um, but we we as the sports uh, club itself. We look after 14 different sporting codes, including a cricket section. Um, we've got we've got hockey, we've got tennis, rugby, gymnastics, bowls, um, just to name a few of those. Um, and a lot of those facilities that we have are, are very world class facilities. We've recently actually replaced our hockey astroturf, um, and we, um, we we have all sorts of games happening on our turf. The, the lights we changed from the old metal halide lights through to to LEDs. It's a cost saving mechanism as well. Yeah. The quality of the lights that are that are actually put on there are it's exemplary. It's 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 incredible to be able to play under lights of that of that nature. But yes, it's not just about um, about cricket. Um, if you look at a sport like bowls, uh, we we host a, a bowls event um, probably on a weekly basis here, where we yeah. do corporate team building for 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 corporates or 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 people that are having a a bachelor's party as an example. Um, <laughs> it's something that is quite. Uh, actually quite social and, and quite festive um, and, it, and it's often been thought of as a, a sport that is relatively for, for older people yeah. um, where, where it's actually not um, it's, it's a sport that for somebody who maybe doesn't like an intense sport like rugby or cricket or hockey they um, they have something that they can still be competitive in they can still be outside in the in the sun be social um, and actually play something where there's a lot of strategy associated to to what they're doing within the sport I suddenly saw a whole new tournament called Contact Bowls. You get to tackle somebody if they don't do well. I've just got this idea. I'm working on it. I'll let you know. <laughs> now, that's full contact bowls. All right. Uh, what I like about your website, you, on your website, you've got a list of all the sports that you do, and we'll get into more details on that. But uh, it's a lot of young people that are involved. You always think of the Wanderers as being, uh, well, what, what I do sometimes, as being like a, a stuffy old rich white person's club. It doesn't seem to be that when I look at the pictures you guys have got up. 
sure. That is definitely not uh, the impression that you get when you're on our premises. Um, and I, I suppose that because we've been around since 1888, that maybe when things were established in, in those days, and that was that was what it was. But it's, it's definitely not like that now. Probably about 70% of our membership uh, is is children. Um, mm. So we very much focus on the, the youth development side of things. Um, and anybody from pretty much from about three to five, um, depending on the sporting code that, that they would be involved in. And then it goes right all the way through uh, through primary school, high school, university, right up to our, our master's teams that uh, that compete. And we have a lot of, of national players uh, that play in the national master's leagues and things like yeah. that as well. But definitely uh, right from, the, right from, from almost three. <laughs> it's very great sure. to watch. I was lucky enough once to be allowed into the snooker room. I didn't play. I wasn't allowed to go near the tables, but I was allowed into the snooker room. And that, you know, when you imagine a snooker hall with a, it's dark and it's just got the lights over the table, it, it's just such a different atmosphere. It's like you're going back in time when you enter the Wanderers Club. Absolutely. And I think snooker, snooker is quite a, a unique sport just purely because of, of the, the, ethos that actually comes out mm. of, of that snooker environment. Um, once again, also got, got some really well-recognized players here, um, and they play sometimes uh, into the evenings. We had a, a snooker t- tournament quite recently, um, where we had the, the nationals at the club, um, and um, and it's it's lovely to actually see that, that kind of quality of player and, and tournament coming through into the Wanderers Club. Uh, it's quite a quiet environment in comparison to the other sports. You're not, you're not <laughs> supposed to make much noise in that area. <laughs> All right. You've got some new sports coming in at the club as well. Keeping up with the times? Very much so. Um, so one of the biggest sports, uh, in, uh, so the biggest growing sports in the world at the moment is something called paddle tennis. And um, we are hoping to finalize our paddle tennis um, uh, infrastructure from sometime in the next two weeks. Um, once we have secured uh, a, venue, a vendor for that, we will be building paddle tennis. And within the next three or so months, we'll have paddle, t- paddle tennis courts. I guess it's important to keep up with the times. If I told you 50 years ago that the Wanderers would have a basketball team, you would have laughed at me, right? Probably, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but paddle tennis is, is fantastic. And um, it's one of those kinds of sports. Um, it, it, paddle tennis is a combination between tennis and squash. And it has quite a, a big glass and metal cage around the court itself. And it's got an astroturf uh, floor. Mm. The the important thing about it is there's certain rules that that are very similar to tennis, but there's also also rules that allow you to keep the flow of the game moving. Like you can actually bound it off the back wall, as an example, and still hit it in play. I think anybody who's got even the remotest competitive streak, um, as soon as they play paddle tennis, they will get get addicted to the sport. It is really incredible, um, and it, it gets the the blood flowing, it is not limited to uh, to very specific age groups or, or gender or um, or anything like that. It, it can be something that is played by people with, with mental and physical disabilities. So your barrier to entry of playing in a sport like that is just phenomenal. Mm. And what that means to us as a club is that um, we're not just looking at completely an elite sports person type environment. We're looking for something which is uh, is a social sport and something that can be played by families, um, by by people of, of all 
all varying sporting capacities and paddle tennis we find is, is something that is going to fit into that category. I mentioned earlier that we have a lot of bowls days that, mm, that mm. take place um, and we think paddle tennis will, will be something very similar where you can have a, a mini tournament or a, or a team building event for a, for a corporate that, um, that will be fun and social and, and, and people will enjoy. And I think that is such an intrinsic part of what sport is really about um, is the actual enjoyment of it. Uh, whether you're competing at a high level or whether you're just playing it for social on a, on a, on a single Saturday, um, it's always about the enjoyment. Yeah, it, it, we we forget, especially well, I forget because you know I, I'm giving out scores of of, of elites and it's win and lose. Uh, this team made the league. This team is now being relegated. You forget that the reason you play sport a is to be healthy and b is to socialize and be mates with people. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we have a huge social component to to the sporting environment here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, even on a on a Thursday, we have a time trial that happens from the from the club, um, and it's the only timed time trial in Johannesburg uh, where you can get a timing chip, and you can track your your own time trials. Um, and the, the the atmosphere after that time trial, people stay, they have a, a drink, they have a, a social chat with mates um, before they actually go home. It's, it's really it's a lovely environment to actually be involved in. Oh, what's that joke? A sports club is just a drinking club with some sport to interrupt. <laughs> well, they, they they can get quite serious here on the sporting <laughs> side. I guess <laughs> um, we have a lot of a lot of competing teams in most cities, and, um, mm. and it's it's one of the one of the renowned clubs when it comes to to sports. And um, we are very proud of all our sports players. In uh, talk through, if you do, the development. How are you helping? Uh, lesser communities or, or underprivileged people to be able to become a, a member or to be able to become sports stars? So we do quite a lot of fundraising in, in our environment. Um, uh, a lot of uh, the sporting codes actually have um, uh, transportation that they arrange for, for, for development players coming from various areas. Uh, we have on our, on our rugby side, we have players that come through out of Alex. On our cricket side, we have ladies that come out of um, Ivory Park. Um, and and a lot of those kinds of players not only can't afford the membership fees, they can't necessarily afford even the transportation to actually get to a venue uh, that is of a standard that they would be able to play mm. in. And then there are things like the, the kit requirements. So um, not only the kit that they're playing in, but in a, in a game like cricket, you would need gloves and, and a bat and balls, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, so we we do rely quite heavily on sponsorship when it, when it comes to that. Um, uh, we've got some really really awesome sponsors uh, that that do get involved, and um, and we are very very fortunate that that they do get involved because we wouldn't be able to necessarily do that without them. Um, yeah, the, the our ladies' cricket is is phenomenal. Um, they do a, a huge amount of work in the community as well. So. Uh, quickly, I, I didn't know this. I only found out about this now. Why it's called the Wanderers? Why is it called the Wanderers? Uh, because people wandered into Johannesburg yeah. <laughs> around the time of, uh, of of mining mining towns and stuff like that. So it was very much more uh, rugby cricket orientated at yeah. the, in the early years. Um, but but now we are partly from the sporting code and the number of codes that we actually offer, we are probably the biggest sporting club, I would guess, in the country, just with regards to the number of codes that we actually offer.
I didn't know. It's the first time. I mean, I've been to the Wanderers since I was a child. I didn't know that young men wandered from other mining towns like Kimberley yeah. attracted the mining. There we go. Learn something new. Tell us about the, uh, I see on the website, the Wanderers Bulls Club are hosting an open day next Sunday. Tell us about that. Absolutely. So to encourage people to, to get bitten by the sport of bowls, we have an open day once a month, which is the last Sunday of every month. Um, and we then um, encourage people to come down. We provide the bowls um, as long as they have flat shoes or barefoot. Um, they can come in and pick up a couple of bowls and, and just throw them on the greens. Um, and then we'll you don't throw a bowl. Big, well, roll a, roll a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'd be surprised when people do tend to throw them a little bit, unfortunately. I've, but, just, um, I've just added yes, a new rule to. I've just added a new rule to my full contact bowls sport. <laughs> Throwing it. Um, <laughs> um, but yes, they, we, so we do encourage people to come down. Um, it, it's, I, I, as a hockey player myself, I love mm. the, the sport of bowls. I, I think it is such a underranked sport, and um, it's very strategic, uh, and, it, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, doesn't often take uh, an entire day like like some other sports do, uh, mm. the, the bigger sports that you would play. But um, it's it's very low impact. Um, it is strategic. Um, anybody can play as well. Anybody, any families can actually play. So, so I want to get our focus often is on the, the family component and the enjoyment of sports. So yes, um, and we've got a, a phenomenal restaurant here um, where people can enjoy uh, a meal afterwards and things like that. So, so it's, a, it's a great environment to be. So you got a picture of a man bowling here in jeans and and a t-shirt. It's not like you need the stuffy <laughs> white pants and the and the big hat. No, and those big hats and uh, years gone by, and the ladies with their very long skirts and things like that. <laughs> and, and and interestingly enough, I mean, if you if you look at the Australian Commonwealth team, um, who who sent their bowlers yes. uh, to uh, to to the Commonwealth. The ladies, I think there's five ladies in that team, and, and the average age of those ladies is 27. So it's definitely oh. not a sport where it's for somebody who is retired. It, it, it is for those people because it is a lower impact sport um, and, and, mm-hmm. and easier for other people to play, but it is definitely not uh, limited to that age category. Um, I love it, and I'm not even close to that category. I can imagine all the old people going to... It used to be our sport until the young'uns arrived. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and I think even for kids, we, we try to get um, some of the schools in our area to, uh-huh. uh, to, to have a sort of school being or to come bring their kids oh. here. If you think about it as a as a child, you grew up with marbles and, and you would play marbles on a, on a field. Mm. Um, and... and Bowls is just is just bigger marbles, um, and being able to place one of those balls closer to uh, to the jacks. So. As looking at that Australian team you're talking about, Dylan Fish is 20 years old in the men's team. The oldest player is 39, Brett Wilkie from Queensland. Yeah. And you're right, the women 33, I think, is the oldest woman, and the rest are all yeah, early 30s, late 20s. Absolutely. So there's no reason why it has to be for old people only. Okay, so if you're interested in sports, the wonders have. Is the golf course part of what you do as well? No, it's not. Uh, they okay. were a number of years ago, but they are now a separate, separate entity. To okay, so bowls. Go and find out what it's like, and I'm sure while you're there, you can explore the clubhouse a little bit and and get to know what else is happening. Absolutely, we'd love to have people here. I think I might do bowls, but I don't know if my back can handle it. So I'll just sit there and make up rules for my full contact bowls. There must be a drinking law in there as well, I think. A little beer every now and again. Debbie, good chatting to you. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me.
Debbie Friend, sports manager at the Wanderers Club. Uh, as you heard, it sounds fascinating. Uh, what's that joke about? Yeah, you don't want to become a member of a club that will accept you as a member. But yeah, balls.